What is going on, everybody? Hello and welcome all to the Spooky Spooky Horror Show. I am your host, Sean, and I'm here with Anthony. Tonight, we will be reviewing and spoiling The Hills Have Eyes, a 1977 American horror film written, directed, and edited by Wes Craven. Before we get into all that, Anthony, how's your week been? It's been okay. Just okay? It, it, it's been kind of shitty. Uh, work's been slow. So it's all, oh, always a fucking bad week when it's, uh, when it's slow. When <laughs> yeah. But what about you? Which got, what do you got going on? Well, the diet's done. Thank God. I managed. Yeah, I managed to get the last week's podcast like completely finished by Wednesday. So well, you haven't been able to do that in a while. But yeah, I mean, besides that, I managed to have time to get uh episodes up on my gaming youtube channel i'm designing a new logo for oh, us sweet. uh and i got to play some games like I, I was super happy that like i was finally able to like sit down and and play some Your games own that, games though yeah yeah streaming. dude it sucks sometimes it's like i want to play a game like a certain game and you have so much other shit to do yeah well the, yeah, the I past saw you on cyberpunk and i was like he's playing that okay there we go yeah it's been a while so the last two weeks has been if I'm playing a video game, it's only for stream. That's it. And that sucks. The rest of the time I'm sitting here, I'm editing, I'm I'm doing like businessy shit on the side. But all right, let's let's get into some of these facts. The Hills Have Eyes was written and directed, and as I said before, also edited by horror legend Wes Craven, who had also made Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street. Eyes. The Hills Have Eyes had a budget of three hundred and fifty thousand to seven hundred thousand. That's a that's a huge that's a huge a gap. gap that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really... Like, we might have a lot of fuck up or we need to change a lot of shit. To yeah. Yeah. So like right here, maybe. But... We won't go over to here, but we might go to right here. Yeah, but it had a total box office of 25 million. So decent profit. Uh, yeah. I remember reading and stuff that it said that it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't a box office hit. I'm assuming that's because I think it's like... I think it released in Jan in July... And then in July, that's a hard, yeah. hard opening in July that you need to yeah. close it October. Yeah. And then by October, it made two million. See what I'm saying? Like it. So it's like I, th I think it's like it might be like over the course of its life, it made 25 million because I find it really hard to believe that in, in the in the short uh, in, in like the the this because this came out in 77. I, I really don't yeah. see something like this making 25 million dollars, but it could. I couldn't really find actual like estimates for like time runs so i don't know uh but it stars susan laner michael berryman and d wallace those are just uh three of the notable cast members obviously uh uh michael berryman is probably the most prolific iconic one star well, him and and d wallace like d wallace is in like everything but michael berryman is as for uh video watchers of the podcast is the guy on the title card thing right there for the hills have eyes uh that is michael he's berryman he's been in a lot of stuff he is, he plays pluto in this production began in 1976 and was shot in victorville california in the mojave desert it was shot on oh. 16 millimeter film on cameras borrowed from a Californian filmmaker of the pornographic variety. <laughs> That's why it's so gritty. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it wasn't shot That's on 35. Why originally, it was gritty, and then right now, it's just as gritty. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. There's. I don't think there's any blowing this up to get it to a point where it looks good. It's just like no. It's just done. 
Yeah. Uh, like but yeah, the shoot was severely unpleasant for the actors due to daytime temperatures of over 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah, and at night it dropped to around 30 degrees. That's really it for production. I don't really know how many weeks it shot for. There, there's some other stuff that we can go into later in the fun facts section. But for now, oh, that's that, that, that's about it. So, uh, Anthony, what is your spoiler free review of 1977's The Hills Have Eyes? I picked it. I honestly, I, I like it. I like it because um, I watched it when I was younger and then I saw the remake and stuff like that. And they made a bunch of other ones of these and just as terrible. But that's what they, <laughs> they kind of were. I mean, that's what they kind of were when you were growing up. We knew what we Right, we had it. It was suspenseful. It was scary. You don't see a lot that your suspense, because a lot of the, like Stephen King and them, they didn't do gory fucking films, but they yeah. gave you just a little bit and then a lot of scare and suspense. So I yeah. liked it. I mean, it's very hard to watch now. Like I'm like, is it my glasses? Why is it so fucking blurry? Like, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, the way you see that trailer, people, when we were showing trailers. That's exactly how the fucking movie looks. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm probably right there with you. I didn't hate it as much as I was going to. I, I know I had seen it like way, way, way back in the day. Yeah. Um, kids we saw that thing. I remember honestly, I remember the I think it's I think it's the Michael Bay remake more than more than this one. Like I remember I remember Berryman. Like, I remember him because he was always a thing and he might have even been in the remake. I don't remember. But I, what I do remember is everyone saying that this was a rape revenge film, which yeah, is kind of like, like, like I don't really kind of yeah. go with that. Yeah. And and I was starting to think, well, Wes Craven's other film, like his first film was Last House on the Left, which was a, a rape revenge film. Oh, and I was just that, that is one. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh, I really don't want to watch another one. Um, this wasn't bad. Uh, it went no, really quick. I knew that. Yeah, I yeah. knew ahead of time because I'm never doing that again. That was so yeah. fucking awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I enjoyed it. Like it was it was fun to watch. It went fast. Uh, the acting is not good. It, bro, it's the time period. Did you expect no, the fucking, no, uh, no, crazy no. thing? No, no, it it's like it was filmed by a high school student. Like, yeah, it, it was the the acting like the concept of it is cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. It was it was a good movie. It's fun to watch. If if you're OK with more graphic scenes, I would recommend watching the remake, the remake. over this, because even though this originally received an X rating, me personally, this is like a PG-13 film. I fuck you, fucker. I was going to say that when you were done. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> see, the only issue I would see with that in that rating, would it might still be R because of that really floppy, what, uh, I guess, rape or a lot Based of dry humping. They say and it's a rape scene. It's it. not. There's no rape. There's, uh, he might have written it to be a rape scene. It's not a rape scene. It's, it's not. The scene was not graphic, but. Yeah. She had a blanket over. And yeah. They're and like, they were basically like, kind of holding their down with a blanket, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, like it's whatever. From, uh, game over, man. Yeah. Well, we, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah. So yeah, I would, I would probably say this is another, another three, three out of five. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I want four. 
You want four? I'll go with four. I like it. All right, three and a half. I'll compromise with three and a half. That, no, that's a good. That's because it's I. I only say three because they're the majority You're of the film. Awesome. Nothing happens. Yeah, but you, could you not remember how slow those were back in the day? Like, yeah. It was yeah. very slow and suspenseful. I, 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 real, you're going to talk to me about slow and suspenseful. <laughs> when when I give you slow and suspenseful, like good, like 90, 90% on Rotten Tomato films, and you're like, bro, it was so boring. <laughs> then you get this where nothing happens, and you're squinting the whole time because you're like, is honestly, it my glasses? <laughs> no, honestly, I think it's because I, I always like the film, so I'm like yeah, very partial yeah, yeah. to it. So I'm like being biased. <laughs> yeah. But I know. But I, I would I definitely go three and a half. Three, I, I can, I like three definitely. and a half is is good. But all right, let's let's do some spoilers. Ah! Hey, so we are in a desolate Nevada town. Um, even though this is filmed in California, we're in Nevada. Uh, Fred of Fred's Oasis is closing up shop and moving on. Ruby comes stumbling out, begging for a trade, but Fred wants no part of it as her family's been looting the wrong places and now cops oh, and the yeah. Air Force have been doing sweeps of the area. Right the so, buzz. yeah, so he wants out. He wants no part of this. Uh, Ruby wants to leave the area too, but Fred says that Jupiter will cut her up if he found out she was trying to leave. Uh, cut to the suburban Carter family traveling on vacation, towing a trailer en route to Los Angeles. Parents Bob and Ethel are driving, accompanied by their teenage children, Bobby and Brenda, and their eldest daughter, Lynn. I'm sorry, that other blonde, that ain't no goddamn teenager. That actress is not a teenager. Which one? The the older daughter? daughter? Which Wait, which no, one? No, 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 no. The young blonde one. Oh. They needed to cast someone that looked a little younger because that, yeah. that was not a believable teenager. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure by teenager, they probably mean like 18. Um because I, okay. I think okay. I think I think Bobby and Brenda are supposed to be twins. That's why they're named they Bobby and older, Brenda. Though. Yeah. But uh, Lynn, the eldest daughter, is also accompanied by her husband, Doug, and their baby, Katie, who's a newborn. They also have the family dogs, Beauty and Beast. And for some odd reason, I, I still don't exactly know why. I don't know if they ever explained it in in the movie. Uh, but Bob wants to take the family on the way to California to a silver oh, mine silver for some mine stupid they reason. Inherited. Yeah, they Did they inherited. inherit it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was supposed to, be supposed to be. I think her uncle passed it down or something like that. And he wanted to check on the way down to see if there's any silver left in the mine to make a profit. <clears throat> but when you find out from that guy, it was like over 40 years ago they closed down. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was an inherited type thing. Continue. So they're taking them. He, he wants to go to that silver mine. So they stop off at Fred's oasis for fuel and Fred tells him to not even bother with the silver mine. It's been dried up the entire time. Just, just drive to California, stay on the main road. Yeah, so they're leaving. And even as they're leaving, Fred is still yelling at him to just stay on the main road. Uh, as, they, as they finish leaving, Fred's truck explodes and he runs inside and like the girl's gone and there's a, a a bloody handprint on the door he runs his hand over the blood print the the handprint and it doesn't smear which means it's been dried a while i don't get it but more importantly how did yeah. they not hear that truck explode who didn't hear the family yeah there was an explosion oh. in the middle of nowhere you're gonna hear that 
<laughs> they weren't yeah, that far no, away. Like, dude, it's like Texas. You don't, I mean, the, the, they haven't hit the hills yet. And you saw the land. It's just fucking flat. So what's it echoing off? But you sure. are right, though. How fast were they traveling that way <laughs> when it, like, blew up, like, a meter? Yeah. No one was, like, had situational awareness. It was like, uh, what the, you didn't feel that reverb? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so French truck blows up. Uh... And they're they're still driving, and Bob just dismisses Fred's warning as a crazy person's rambling. Bob won't admit that he's lost, like every machismo man in the the fucking sixties, seventies, fifties, twenties. Basically, the bullshit that a man can't admit when he's lost. As they're driving, and he's getting all flustered with that, he's everyone is startled by a jet flying overhead because they're that was driving. The most dramatic fucking scene yes. I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Like you've never fucking heard a plane go by, and is yeah. he a detective? Yeah, he's he's a, I th but I think he's a detective in. Bubble fuck nowhere. No, there, cause, cause Lynn and Doug live in New York, and they keep complaining about. Ah, you're a smoker and you're cursing, cause you're from New York now. Oh, you've been there too long. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe oh Brooklyn wasn't it Brooklyn though? I don't know, but then they're traveling to California. I don't know if it's a straight vacation that they're going on or if Bobby and Brenda are going to be going to school there. I don't I don't remember. All I know is um, when the jet flies overhead, because, again, they're they're driving. There is an Air Force base close. It's like, I think, Nellis Air Force Range or something like that is the Air Force. Base yeah, because nobody lives there. Um, but the, the jet flies overhead. And instead of like slowing down or looking at it and being like, oh man, they're like, oh, oh my God. Oh. And it's like, what? It's like, what is going on right now? Like, so instead of slowing down, he just, he decides the best option is to drive like a fucking maniac. Dude, like, what are you doing? Man? That shit. He floors. I'm like, what is he doing? Why would you go faster? You're on a dirt road. It's like, and, and all of the scenes show him erratically like going yeah, off the he's road like, we, uh, like, yeah it's a, i don't get crazy. it i don't fucking get it man it's you just sit then the elusive hair pops out of nowhere and he swerves and nearly kills his family from our fucking rabbit yep. nope you know what they teach you if there's an animal on the road the you animal. just hit it i'm a vegan hit the fucking animal i'm not wanting to hit it but yeah. I'm guaranteeing that all of us will die if I swerve. Like, you will always cause more damage if you swerve to avoid instead of just hitting. But okay, so that happens. He swerves, they crash, he cracks an axle. They get out to check to make sure everyone's okay. And the dogs immediately become very panicky and start barking at the hills. Now, that's understandable because uh, besides the fact that there are people fucking watching them, uh, they were probably thrown around in that fucking <laughs> in that trailer <laughs> instead of like being in the car with everyone. They're just in the in the fucking trailer. I think in the trailer, it's the dogs and Doug. Yeah, but beauty in particular just won't stop fucking barking. Uh, Bob walks. Reds? No. So they check the tire. The the axle's broken, so they can't go anywhere. So they come up with a plan that looking at the map. Bob, old man Bob, will walk back to Fred's and Doug will go north towards the uh, what looks like a, a base or some structure on the map. Uh, so basically he's heading for the, the the army base. Random structure in the middle of nowhere with no yeah. help. 
Yeah, so it's his face. Uh, old man Bob gives his son Bobby his his pistol. And yeah. Says, yeah. Have he, at it, boy. Yeah, he gives him the pistol so that he could stay there and, and keep the women folk safe. Uh, meanwhile, he takes his revolver and he heads towards uh, back towards Fred's. They say to be uh, to be back in like, I think, like by dark. And they're like, I don't think we're going to be back by dark yet. Yeah, you're not going to be back by dark. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they uh, they say, I forget who one of them says to Doug, shouldn't you take one of the guns? And even he's like, no, I'm just going up there. There's nothing up there. I'll just I'll go up. Yeah, I'll get it. it. He's like, I would feel safer if if he just if there was a gun here, and uh, and then yeah, so they they go their their separate ways. Beauty is still freaking the fuck out. So to keep Beauty safe, Bobby locks her in the trailer, while the rest of like the women and him like pretty much start getting food ready. This is where I'm to myself they're like cooking dinner and shit. I'm guessing they must have packed it. I was like they had yeah, yeah. power in this trailer, but yeah. there were no generator. Yeah, because I, I think like later when the when the power goes out, he's like, oh, the battery died. So it's probably just like a whole bunch of car batteries that are charging it. Oh, my God, that's terrible. OK, yeah, just uh, that it's not it doesn't have an alternator to charge. That, yeah. that was a stupid idea. Yeah, uh, the mom starts going on and on about God and how she has more faith in the Lord than gunpowder, blah, blah, blah. Basically, basically, this woman lives in a fantasy world where nothing bad has ever happened to her because the magic man in the clouds well, is specifically looking over said her. So. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it, it doesn't work that way. And it won't work out for her either. You can send hate mail to Murdoch, uh, 12186 <laughs> at, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, she's like, oh, we need to pray. We need to do some prayer before we can leave. And it's like, I pray it away. Even even the kids are like, oh my god, I don't fucking care. Just I stop. And it's it is a really Your good generation needs to die out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good like juxtaposition between like how conservative like then. with them and and how like religious and stringent it is there. And then over with the cannibals, it's all like, oh, we're gonna eat and fuck and take what we need and and stuff like that. But I, I hated the mom. She was super fucking annoying. I hated her so much. Her voice was annoying. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I think on top of that, I think she I think she had an overbite and a lisp, which doesn't fucking help. Racking <laughs> that in. Yeah. But yeah. So they're making food. They're sitting around. They're they're joking about shit. Um, because like the dogs are to keep barking and they're like, well, it's really only beauty. What's his face? Beast doesn't really bark and bobby's like yeah beast doesn't bark until he's ready to attack and then they start laughing about how the dad had to pay a ton of money in vet bills oh, yeah. for a poodle that beast attacked and they're laughing yeah, cool. and having such a <laughs> good time like are you kidding me you're basically laughing and joking about hey our property attacked yeah. another another person's property isn't it funny it's like fucking stupid. I hate this whole fucking family. Uh, Brenda, being the dumbass that she is, goes and opens the door and lets Beauty out, and she just goes fucking running for the hills. So Bobby runs after her, uh, after the dog. In it's just awkward. It's it's his his whole run is just it's just awkward. It's I, just, awkward. I don't. Yeah, and I'll try, yeah, I have. We have, a, we have a little video of him. I don't. I don't have a video of him running. I do have. I have a. 
no, I I have a video of him crying later that I wanted to bring up. Oh, that just, God. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have that shit time stamped oh. already. <laughs> it's like I saw it and I was like, he should never act. End career. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, where were we? So yeah, so he runs after beauty. Uh, he runs up into the hills. It's all rocky, mountainous, and all that bullshit. He climbs up some and ends up finding Beauty's mutilated body. Uh, just all cut open and I, I forget what it's called. Angel winged? It's Blood basically blood-eagled. Yeah. Oh, I kind of thought it just had the inner just pulled. No, it, it was it was cut and spread open. Oh, um, that's called a blood eagle. So obviously trying to find your dog, you're fucking freaked the fuck out by, <laughs> by finding her like that. He runs away and jumps over some rocks and everything, but eventually just falls and knocks himself unconscious. I feel like that would have killed him. It doesn't. I said the same thing. I was like, that's but, a pretty harsh ass fucking drop, right? Yeah, you, you, you see, it's like he, he falls, he cracks his head, I'm assuming on a rock, because how do you fall and knock yourself unconscious if you don't actually hit something? Or like, no, if he hit the floor, like if he hit it a certain way, it might but, have but his, but his, him. But his the concussion is your yeah. brain hitting, yeah, uh, hitting your yeah. But, but yeah. So now it is nighttime. Brenda finds body. He's still shaken up about beauty, but he returns to the trailer and doesn't mention anything about finding her fucking ripped, yeah. ripped open. But yeah, so. <laughs> He doesn't tell anyone about about uh, beauty because he doesn't want to freak anyone else out. And it's understandable because because the one that I don't want to hear freaked out is Brenda because her voice is so fucking annoying. Once she starts screaming, it's like, is there a oh, way yeah. for me to just mute her? Bob reaches the gas station and finds Fred trying to hang himself. He gets him down Poorly. and Fred. Yeah. And Fred tells him about doing that. <laughs> I know. It's like, would you, if you were going to shoot me, why would you hang yourself or some stupid fucking shit like that? Well, he uh, had a point, too. Well, because he, he took a shot he, at him, right? Yeah. He yeah. shot to the door, too. He's like, what the hell would you shoot me, then? Fred tells him the story about his son, Jupiter, how at birth, Jupiter almost killed his mother, coming out sideways and hairy Even or some child. bullshit. Uh, as a child, Jupiter killed the family's livestock and then Wait, later God. murdered his sister. Fred beat Jupiter with a tire iron and left him for dead, uh, dead on the hills. However, that did not kill him. Jupiter survived. So I don't even know, like, how how old was Jupiter supposed to be? When Do you know he what? It never I don't think. The yeah, his age. Because the problem yeah. with that is if it was a child and with an open wound, he probably wouldn't be surviving in the wild. Yeah. And then if there was an adult bleeding out, what I'm, like, I, it doesn't make any sense. There, there's no timeline given, so you can't really tell because he. It has he, to be in the, enough for that he could, I guess. Enough to grab and hold shit and kill people? Yeah. Yeah, baby, baby. Because uh, Jupiter survives, and he's had children with a depraved alcoholic prostitute known as Mama. Together, they have three sons, Mars, Pluto, and Mercury. Or as Pluto keeps saying, Murray? It's like, are you calling him Murray? I don't know what you're saying. And their abused daughter, Ruby. The family survives by cannibalizing travelers, stealing supplies. And just as Fred finishes telling this story, or I'm sure there might have been more, Jupiter suddenly crashes through the window and kills Fred with a tire iron. Bob tries uh, running back to the family, but is having problems, probably because he's in the middle of a heart attack. A heart attack? <laughs> Watching him run was so funny. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. 
It's like this guy thought he was gonna go out and on his own. He should have yeah. probably brought somebody because yeah. he would be the first one to drop fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like didn't dude, they just get done seeing the beginning of this that like he just is get retiring because of his heart. heart he just yep. Had? Not yep. like he's a recovering one from years ago. Like nope. he recently nope. just got recently had the attack. yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, so Bob is trying to run back. He's having a mild heart attack. Oh. Jupiter is just taunting him. I don't know what the hell he's saying. He's saying stuff like, "Oh, I'm like, I'm gonna get you. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna get you." Some stupid shit like that. Bob collapses to the ground in exhaustion and probably his ticker finally giving out. He fires a couple of rounds into the darkness when Jupiter comes out and takes his gun and then he just passes out, cut to black. Fred arrives back at base camp with supplies, almost getting shot by Bobby because Bobby's now all fucking manic because of Beauty. <laughs> Beast who broke free tracks down Beauty and that's about it for the dog for now. Some shit with Mama being mad at Ruby, and, and then we cut back to the Suburban family. They're getting ready to turn in for the night, but Bobby's worried his dad isn't back yet, so Doug is all like, look, if, if he's not, not back, back by, by 9.30, well, first it was, oh. if he's not back by 9.30, we'll go look for him, and then they talk a little bit more, and then his wife comes out of the bathroom, and he's about to get some pussy, so he's like, all right, if he's not back by 11.00, Okay, we'll like, go, we'll go look. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm only gonna be about three, four minutes. Right. Yeah, at, at, at first it was 9:30. Where the fuck are you doing any of this? Uh, the station wagon. That's why everyone is sleeping in everyone the camper. The, and then, yep. so what? You're willing to let it rock around and then hell yeah, the station wagon rock around? Yeah, hell you? yeah. Why not? But uh, but yeah. So Doug and Lynn go to the station wagon to sleep. Meanwhile, Pluto Shit. is. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Pl uh, Pluto is stealing gas from the station wagon while he listens to them fuck. Bobby thinks he can hear Beast, uh, so he goes out looking for him. Why? Something just tore your dog up. Why are you Why are you running into the dark with no light and just a gun? That is so fucking stupid. That's the American way right there, man. <sighs> I know, right? Ask question waiter, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so... Plus, that it, guy is really fucking hot on that trigger, though. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Pointing, and I just love how, what was it, Doug? I, I don't yeah. know, fucking Wallowitz. I love how when he pulled up and he's behind the station wagon, just dead aiming at him, yep. Doug was real chill about that. I'd be like, what <laughs> the fuck? What yeah. are you doing? And well, he was slow to bring it away. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> You've already seen who the fuck it is. What are you talking about? Why are you, uh, yeah, why oh, are you uh, still pointing it at him? Fuck that. Oh, Continue. Uh, he's running around. It's not Beast. It's a cannibal following him, making noises. I think he finally realizes it when he suddenly hears, like, dog related yeah, he's starting to hear like a cow, and I think there's like a uh, the mooing. Uh, yeah, there's mooing, and I think there's like the the bleeping bleat bleeding of a sheep. Oh yeah, right. Uh, and that's when he runs back like a psychopath. But while this is happening, Pluto sneaks into the trailer and begins raiding their supplies. And he's not quiet about it. No. What so it's like three brain cells, uh, chromosomes away from fucking. So Doug and Lynn are fucking in the station wagon. So obviously they wouldn't hear it. But the baby is in there, not asleep. Uh, Brenda is in there. No, he's not. He's not crying yet. Brenda's in there sleeping. And the mom is, I think, asleep on the couch in the front. Have to be. That's what I'm seeing. It's like a so, weird. 
so how do you, so how do you how do you not hear him opening and closing cabinets and just like throwing stuff and eat like door yeah it's i don't i don't get it it's it's weird but it's yeah. it's it's whatever bobby's now locked out and he's like banging on he's like knocking on the door to be let in no one's letting him in but pluto's standing there holding the 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 door just to make sure just in case anything happens so he decides um instead of like really banging on the door and being like let me fucking in he decides you know what I i'm i'm gonna be a cock block i'm just gonna go bother doug and lynn and get that and just walks up and like knocks on it like they're they're mid thrust like your sister's in the middle of getting fucked and you just walk up to the window knocking on it like that's weird that's fucking weird but this is when Doug finally breaks down and and has his ugly cry because they're like, you know, he's like, I heard a noise and they're like, well, it's probably Beast. And he's like, well, it's not Beast. And Doug's like, well, you know, you know, Beauty cries like she like cries like that a lot when she's barking. And he's like, it's not it's not Beauty. And then they like kind of look at him and they're like, what the fuck's the matter with you? And then he starts crying. And now. Oh, no, you got it. Oh, play the whole cry scene. Beauty's dead. What? <laughs> Beauty's been dead since this afternoon. Beauty's dead. God, it looks like Wallowitz. Yeah, it is dead. What happened? Why didn't you tell us that? But yeah. Do you, do you see the... the... You hear him snotting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when he did... Like the whole time he was talking and yelling, it's as if his his teeth are 12 feet away from his lips everything like when he talks like it's like a i, I can't even do it it's yeah, so fucking yeah, weird it's so saying. fucking weird and now that you pointed that, it out right and then he's crying it's like i couldn't stop i was i was basically just staring at it like this i was like what the fuck is this doing why why are you crying like this what is that and then when he does the when when he's like dead i was like what is that <laughs> it's like what the fuck is going on right now Holy shit. Uh, so now that we're done with that fucking crying scene, Jesus Christ. Pluto is on top of Brenda. He hasn't actually pounced, but he's like right by the edge of the bed, which I can feel when someone's on my bed when I'm asleep. Yes. So it's Even like, did, I have one of those foam mat. I kind of still, you get the sense of it. He go, he calls to, to Jupiter. He's like now and uh, pulls the curtain around him. And then Jupiter lights Bob on fire as a distraction and there's a loud explosion and then ethel freaks out and like jumps up and runs out and everything how is there an explosion when all he did was light him on fire with gasoline that's all that there was there there would be no explosion and if there wasn't it and if there was don't explode when they roll like yeah like that often and also if there was an explosion the explosion would have killed him yeah like it wouldn't be like okay well now there's a fire and he's like oh help me oh Oh, gee, oh, like, no, the explosion would have either killed him or knocked him out and fucking. Yeah. Uh, but Ethel, Lynn, Doug and Bobby rush to go save Bob and yell for Brenda to watch the baby. The Carters eventually extinguished the fire, but Bob dies shortly afterwards because his entire body was engulfed in fucking flames. Well, yeah, this mother is his lungs probably started fucking heat up. Yeah, but like this mother, is, I, I I don't like her. I think she's a, a terrible, terrible actress. And all she keeps doing is repeating, that's not my Bob. That's not my Bob. Oh, I don't know who that is. 
Festa Bob, but it's her voice is just so fucking annoying. Just oh, have yeah, her say I, it I once like and it. and move her along. Like I I don't I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't get over the 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 dialogue and the acting of some of the people like Doug, your your what is his name? Wallowitz. Wallowitz, yeah. I, I think he looks like uh like Sonny Bono, but he does. Which is probably you know of the time. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's the seventies. Sure, that's probably why he looks like that, like that that helmet haircut. But yeah, I just didn't like the mom. So yeah, they put the fire out. She's in shock. They're heading back to who is it? Lynn and Lynn and Lynn and Ethel are heading back to the to the trailer, while Bobby and Doug take care of of Bob. They get back, and when they get inside, no, they're not back yet, because while they're heading back. Pluto is attempting to rape Brenda. And I say attempting to rape. Now, a lot of people say that this is a rape revenge film, but I have problems with that. It's there isn't over the sheet. Yeah. One, it's over the sheet. Two, there isn't enough time for anything. Three, when as as the explosion happens and everyone runs, Mars comes inside and starts like eating stuff and collecting like the bullets and shit like that. He finds Pluto on top of the sheets that that brenda is under and he throws him off yeah his pants aren't unzipped his pants aren't around his ankles there's there's nothing he's fully clothed so even like mocking the scene it doesn't yeah. sh set it up and yeah so uh when mars throws pluto off of her he starts belittling belittling her which causes him to just stand up and start wrecking stuff so again he's still fully clothed so she there's no possible way that a rape had occurred when she's under covers and a blanket and his, he's fully clothed. Um, plus the fact that she's fighting the entire time and not like, no, no, like she's 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 kicking her legs around. She's she's fucking fighting with her hands. And then uh, what's his face? Mars is all like, ah, you're you can't fuck her or something it ain't your time little boy or something i don't know he was saying something fucking stupid so then mars oh, is all like yeah, yeah, so then mars is all like ah. and then it's still the same thing but brenda is like kicking her legs and it's just it it i would say like he was, doesn't make sense yeah I, I would say like she was the she was the victim of assault but an actual penetration never happened it was going to happen if no one stopped it because which would traumatize her regardless because when he got on top of her to like start doing all that it was like less than a minute later ethel and lynn show up at the camper and then that whole shit goes down oh that that's the thing that i wanted to bring up the the remake of this is way darker oh, so yeah, no, no, no. It, so it, it takes a turn this like, is a two this yeah. is a two that remake is an 11 like in in that in that scene you can confidently say time that girl was raped. and do they end up like fucking dead bodies too i don't remember in the remake the, oh the family the family yeah yeah I back at the remember. camp i remember they imply, implied that but i don't think they showed that yeah i don't remember what movie there, there's a there's a a lot of weird horror movies that involve cannibals <laughs> that might have been that might have been a wrong turn movie like one of those sequels uh oh but I don't remember. Um, cause they all just fucking 
go together. But that's why I said if you can stomach a little bit, well, a, a lot more gore and everything, I feel like the way, in, in contrast, the way this was shot and everything was done, PG-13. Whereas the, the remake would be like a hard R close to X. Like that's... Yeah. That, that's the varying in quality back in the day people were little pussies don't watch it i don't care about your disposition just don't fucking watch it ethel and lynn return and mars shoots them both lynn manages to yeah ethel kicks a knife to lynn and then lynn stabs mars in the thigh and i think she stabs him twice me personally i would have stabbed him in the dick Ever. So that's all happening. Pluto runs off with the baby because um, they're going to eat it later. And then yeah, Mars. That or they raise it on their, as their own. I, I think they say later on that like, I brought us dinner. It's like a turkey. <laughs> Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I love it. Pluto's outside. Ethel is shot. She's, I think, mortally. Yeah, she's mortally wounded. And Lynn is dead. She was shot, I think, twice in the chest. Mars grabs Brenda who's still just, all she's doing is screaming. She's screaming and like thrashing and like around. just doing that. And it's like, I don't fucking get what, like, I don't care. <laughs> he brings her outside and she's still fighting, but now he can see the Doug and Bobby running back. So with, with them running back, he puts the gun in her mouth and goes to shoot, but he's out of bullets because apparently they can't count and tells her, I'll be back for you later. And then he runs away. I feel like he should have been hobbling because he was stabbed in the leg. Stabbed in the leg, but, you know, but that, 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 that superhuman mutant strength. Yep. But Doug and Bobby get there and they find Brenda traumatized outside the trailer. Lynn dead and their mother uh, pretty much slowly dying. Beast then tracks Mars and Pluto and spots Mercury up on a hill. And when they're doing... Uh, when they're they're talking about like eating the baby and mercury starts talking about uh if i do that that silly that silly joke about i'ma eat your toes ha 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 that make everyone laugh and pluto's all uh murray yeah everyone always laugh at you ha 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 and i'm like i don't know what the fuck any of this is <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> mutant people trying to have a family gathering yeah sure it's, it's there it's there it's their time to <laughs> over a freshly baked baby yeah if they even bake it so uh i was gonna say mercury uh mars and pluto continue on to the cave house whatever the fuck they got and while mercury's not looking a beast runs up and pushes his ass off the mountain and then takes his walkie-talkie and runs it back to the family. Jupiter shows up and he's Holy super fucking... Just that simple to train. Yeah, I know, right? Jupiter shows up back at the house or cave, whatever. And he's super fucking weird to, to Ruby. I'm assuming he's fucking her. Because I'm, I'm assuming there's no... Well, that's my daughter. I can't. It's like oh, they're going to keep the yeah, family going. Know. You know? <laughs> Which is probably another reason why she wants Everybody's to leave. trying to get out. Yeah. I yeah. Think coming of that age where he's going to start procreating through her. Jupiter tells Ruby that he killed Fred because she was talking to him about leaving. He's worried that, uh, who is it? Yeah. So Jupiter's worried that Mercury isn't answering his walkie. So Pluto goes looking for him because he said he heard something fall. He assumed it was rocks. So he goes and then Jupiter, uh, is talking to Mars 
and it's like you killed everyone and he's like uh so now they're making plans to go back and 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 kill everyone yeah beast gets the walkie back they they can hear their voices and trigger happy bobby just fires into the door and they can still hear the voices anything yeah so they they hear the voices and they go out they find the walkie and then they're looking around like what was that and then beast jumps on doug and he's like what are you doing beast i'm like i don't fucking know i'm assuming they're supposed to be southern because they they have a weird draw a small one yeah um so now bobby and fred are listening in they hear pluto found him found mercury at the bottom of the pit a cliff whatever uh with his chest ripped open so pluto already knows it was the dog so now jupiter is being really weird and he's talking you came after my young you thought you were smart you thought blah 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 <laughs> and then it shows that he's basically talking to while eating the head of bob uh, next morning shortly after ethel dies doug sets out with beast to find katie the baby while uh papa papa jupiter which is what they call him and pluto set out to kill the remaining family what's his face mars stays back with ruby and mama because he's injured so i guess he's like protecting yeah because like they were calling i guess they figured well since the family's all dead we don't need a lookout anymore that's why they were calling for uh mercury to come back but that's now that they're down. not yeah well now that he knows that they're not dead and 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 mercury's dead they have to go out but they can't bring fucking mars because he's fucking hurt so he just stays he stays back doug watches as they run past them to head towards the uh the not the rv the uh the trailer uh and then beast like whimpers wouldn't they have heard that you would think but no they don't and they keep going and he keeps heading towards towards their area well what's going on okay so doug is trying to call bobby but bobby doesn't have his radio on he's trying to use the cb radio to call for help and then the whole time fucking brenda no she's not doing it yet Pluto basically tricks Bobby into telling them that they have no defensive capabilities. They got like two bullets left in this fucking gun. Um, I think Fred can hear too. Not Fred. Uh, Doug. But no, I don't think Doug can hear. No, Doug can't hear it because he's on a different channel. So yeah. when, when they're gloating about it, they're gloating to Mars and Fred and doug overhears mars and he's trying to tell him like hey they're coming for you they know but it's not but when pluto on the radio is like ha ha stand on your head ha ha we're coming to get you fucking fucking brenda again she just starts screaming at the top of her lungs clipping everything and doing this doing this for some reason she's actually gonna make sure that they die quicker yeah it's like i didn't know she was gonna flash dance her way into saving everyone <laughs> like i don't fucking get it like what are you doing did you notice every time she started screaming, she just started like throwing her shoulders around. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? She didn't say the acting wasn't that great. It, it wasn't. Beast is sneaking up on Pluto and Jupiter. Jupiter can hear something. And he doesn't quite know what it is. So he's staying back to try to like figure out what it is. Mars keeps going a little bit more. And then fucking Beast comes out of nowhere, fucking grabs his leg and starts fucking tearing at it. Um, after a while, of being uh, mauled by this dog, Jupiter finally comes back and fires a couple of shots. Nothing hits the dog, thank God. Uh, the dog runs off and they take a look at Pluto's leg and his Achilles tendon is just 
it's done. <laughs> that, that sucker's a goner. I'm assuming Jupiter tells Pluto to go back. There, there's nothing there where he's like, hey, you head back to the house. But it's like, it's a scene. They're looking at each other. He can see his Achilles tendon and he's like looking and Ju uh, Pluto's all like, oh. And then it just cuts to Pluto walking by himself. So I'm assuming he's heading back to camp. Because he's injured, Jupiter tells Mars to kill the baby. When Fred hears this, he just starts running in. Katie! 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 Why are you yelling? Like, what the fuck? Because they're all, they all don't want to stop and think. But Mars yells for Ruby to bring the baby. And she's like, it's fine here, but I don't, I don't want to be here. I don't want to see it. So he hands her the baby and he's like being really fucking like violent with it. When he puts it down, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I hope that's like a doll or something. Oh, it's, a doll. <laughs> it's a doll. Yeah. But I was just like, that's just like fucking weird. And then you find out like, it's not the baby. Ruby swapped it out. Cause Ruby isn't a piece of shit. And she's running off trying to keep that baby safe. I mean, she's, she's not, she's doing what her family is telling her to do, but She's like, she doesn't want to eat people. She doesn't want to be around any of them. She's hard. She's, she's, she's the newest breed that it hasn't been that inbred. Yeah. So it's like, like the whole reason she was chained up was like, she was sympathizing with the family and everything. So it's like, she just, she doesn't, she doesn't want any part of this. And she definitely doesn't want baby blood on her hands. So she takes the baby and she just starts running. Uh, Mars gives chase. So I guess his leg isn't as hurt as... Uh, we were led to believe, even though it was a deep, deep cut into his thigh. Whatever. Uh, Beast is now hunting his prey. Pluto alone uh, in the middle of this desert can hear the dog. He sees him for a second and then turns around and tries to hide. And then Beast hides. And then out of nowhere, Pluto is scared, probably by that same fucking rabbit from the beginning. And then... I fucking killed the... Uh, he killed them all. Yeah. And then Beast comes out and fucking bites his fucking throat out. So now we are down Mercury and Pluto on the cannibal side. And a whole lot more on the fucking suburban side. <laughs> Brenda and Bobby are using Ethel's corpse as a trap for uh, Mars. They basically have a snare trap hidden underneath some some uh dirt and they're hoping to to use that that rope that that doug found at the i guess the trash heap they tie it around one of the rims of the car and they're gonna turn the car on and then just gun it so that it just grabs and drags them the car doesn't start automatically when it finally does start and they drag them it goes for a while everything seems to be working they're very happy about it a little bit like too happy but it's kind of understandable uh and then it just stops because the car is out of gas how the fuck is oh they siphon the gas never mind they siphon I, was, the gas. I, I was about to be like how the fuck are they out of gas already they just filled up at a gas station and it's yeah because pluto sucked the gas out so never mind we're gonna we're gonna take that part out <laughs> um the car runs out of gas and uh jupiter is getting back to his feet his clothes are all fucked up and everything so bobby and brenda get they run into the trailer and Brenda goes out the back window and Bobby makes sure that the trap they set with the uh, matches taped to the door with the striker on the bottom and the propane tanks are just filling up. I will, yeah, you could just strike it, starts, boom. They don't always just do that on one thing. They would break if it's just taped there. I know, but I mean, it doesn't matter. 
they they sneak out they run they're looking they wait for jupiter to open the door so there's a boom but jupiter waits and listens he can hear the gas but there ends up being a kaboom anyway so i don't know how he was able to open the door so there was the explosion but he took like no damage from it like no damage whatsoever bobby wants to make sure that he's dead and to go confirm it but brenda is doing her yell and her fucking shoulder thing again and follows after him anyway jupiter grabs bobby and does some wrestling moves to him and while jupiter is beating the shit out of bobby brenda comes up behind with an axe and just chops the fucking shit out of his back and then bobby shoots him twice in the chest and then he's dead so papa jupiter is dunzo uh, doug and ruby now we cut back to them they are running away from mars but he's catching up even though his leg is fucked up <laughs> up up a mountain bleeding. up a bleeding up a mountain doug doug gives katie to ruby and tells her to just run while she's running doug surprise attacks mars and follows him a little bit and they attack a little bit and then he runs ruby's hiding in a cave and then doug gets trapped in an area that is as uh mars points out where rattlesnakes breed so that's fun yeah. ruby this hearing this had me like Are you kidding me yeah ruby hearing this puts the baby someplace safe and then she goes to help doug by acting as like a diversion it works for a little bit until mars starts to hear the baby crying and he runs for the baby now here's my thing here's my thing ruby is hiding in like a cubbyhole cave right doug runs past her into another area and then mercury uh, not mercury mars goes there and blocks him in there but when ruby comes out to go help and then they hear the baby crying mars then runs up the hill to get the baby how did ruby go around go, go up the then come back it's like that does <laughs> someone didn't sit there and be like okay look this is this is the area that we have to work with we need to figure out blocking figure for this out, yeah. it's just like no the baby's all the way up on that fucking hill it's like no it's not stop it anyway doug and ruby run after I'm him pointing that out <laughs> Doug and Ruby run out, uh, run after him, and Doug lunges on him and starts uh, hitting him. Mars gains the upper hand and uh, tries to stab him a couple of times. That's kind of tense, the way, like, they were fighting, and, like, the yeah. knife goes shooting right down just as he does it. Yeah. I was like, whoo! <laughs> but Ruby catches a rattlesnake and uses it to bite Mars on the nape of the neck, enabling yeah, Doug to ball. overpower him. And then Doug savagely stabs Mars to death while Ruby weeps. And that is the end of the Hills Have Eyes. That's it. It just, it ends. That's it. it ends. <laughs> there's, there's no like, okay, well, then the family all gets together and they decide to take Ruby in because like she helped. Like, no, no. It's just like, it doesn't even cut to black. Cut to red. It goes the end. So fun facts of IMDb and some, some websites and articles are to be believed. While watching The Hills Have Eyes, director Sam Raimi noticed a ripped poster for Steven Spielberg's Jaws in a scene of the film. He took it to mean that Wes Craven was saying Jaws was just pop horror. What I have here is real horror. This inspired Raimi to include a ripped poster of The Hills Have Eyes in The Evil Dead. Oh, really? At, yeah. As a humorous way of telling Craven, no, this is real horror, pal. So then Craven uh, reacted to this by having Nancy Thompson fall asleep while watching The Evil Dead in A Nightmare oh. on Elm Street. Raimi responded that by including Freddy Krueger's glove in a scene in Evil Dead 2, 
Later, Wes Craven would put uh, would have characters in the film Scream choose to watch a VHS copy of Halloween instead of a VHS copy of Evil Dead that they had. Then in the first, so they were basically saying, no, Halloween is better than Evil Dead. And then in the first season episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead, Kruger's glove can be glimpsed while a poster for The Hills Have Eyes can be seen outside of a movie theater in an episode of the show's second season. So pretty cool to go a little, yeah. a, a nice little friendly. Yeah, so it's know, some some ribbing yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um. After Wes Craven released Last House on the Left in 1972, he tried his hand at making films outside the horror genre, but according to uh, the late director Wes Craven. Nobody wanted to know about it. (laughs) Nobody gave a shit. He needed money and searching for a better career path. He finally answered the request of his friend and producer, Peter Locke, who also played Mercury uh, to write a horror film. At that time, Locke's wife, uh, Liz Torres, was performing regularly in Las Vegas. So Locke was frequently exposed to like desert landscapes and shit. He suggested that Craven set the film in the desert and Wes Craven began to craft the screenplay. The budget was also a concern, so Craven constructed the film to feature a relatively small cast and very few locations. That is like that. that is like indie horror, like 101. Yeah. Keep the keep the cast of characters yeah. small Cut and the, the locations to a minimum. Wait, uh, more money to get the other stuff in. Yep. As many uh, as possible. Get your friends. Get your cousins. Get their cousins. Yeah. Uh, Michael Berriman, who became a horror icon thanks to this film, was apparently game for just about anything, though he personally told the producers uh, he was born with 26 birth defects. Among those defects was a lack of sweat glands. Because he didn't have sweat glands, the intense desert heat was particularly hazardous to his health because he couldn't tell when he was like overheating and everything, you know, so he can he could suffer heat stroke. He soldiered on, even in intense action sequences. They always had to like cover him up as soon as they finished filming a scene. Yeah, that's per Wes Craven. According to Peter Locke, the producer, the film's original scripted ending involved the surviving family members reuniting at the site of the trailer, including Doug and the baby, signifying that they had survived and they could finally look forward. Craven, though, opted for something more bleak, so the film ends with a shot of Doug brutally stabbing Mars, while Ruby just looks on in disgust, a reversal of the roles that the director liked. So the ending was gonna have them all meeting up together, but Craven was like, nah, let's just end it with with him fucking murdering him. Something different. Uh, Like I said earlier, this film was supposed to get, well, actually it did receive a X rating. Uh, or what's now known as NC-17, yeah, by the MPAA, even though it's super fucking tame. This is a PG-13 movie by today's standards. Because it reached NC-17 slash X, it meant they had to cut large portions out. Significant footage was removed from the scene in which uh, Jupiter kills Fred, the scene in which Pluto and Mars terrorize the trailer, and the final confrontation with Jupiter. All of those were cut shorter so maybe the scene where mars and jupiter were supposed to have raped brenda it was a little bit more graphic but in in, in cutting so much of it no rape happens so (laughs) it's it's like that's good like nobody wants to fucking see that we're not not condoning (laughs) it we're just saying it doesn't make don't say this is what it is it's just yeah yeah according to wes craving 
the dead dog was real. They bought a they bought a dead dog from the county, and he's like, just leave and he's like, and leave it at that. So the 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 dead dog that that Bobby finds that's a real dead dog, which is gross. In the middle of the fucking desert, that's not. Yeah. Uh, for the role of Ruby, the filmmakers needed an actress who could pull off the flighty and feral character. Convincingly so, in the words of Peter Locke, we had sprints. The actresses who were trying to get that role had to race each other, which the actress who ends up playing her won. So because she was faster than everyone else, she won. The what? What would be the relevance of that? She has to run around. She has to be flighty and gross and feral and quick. So they wanted someone that was fast and quick and shit. So they got her. Uh, according to writer director Wes Craven, The Hills Have Eyes, inspired by the story, the real life story of, oh God, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. Sawney Bean, S-A-W-N-E-Y, the head of the wild Scottish clan who murdered and cannibalized numerous people during the Middle Ages. Craven heard the story of the Bean clan and noted that the road near where they lived was believed to be haunted because people kept disappearing while traveling on it. He adapted the story to instead be about a group of wild people in the American West and the Hills Have Eyes was born. Uh, uh, the scene in which Lynn Wood, played by the uh, beautiful Dee Wallace, discovers a tarantula in the family trailer is a foreboding moment that signals trauma to come, but it wasn't in the script. According to Wes Craven, they simply found the spider on the road during the shoot and they put it in a terrarium and they decided to add it to the film. She didn't actually stomp on the spider, though. Because the budget was small, production on the Hills Have Eyes often meant taking risks. The actors performed stunts themselves, sometimes uh, wow. putting themselves in harm's way. During the sequence where the cannibals eat Big Bob, a leg of lamb stood in for human flesh. This was a relief for the hungry actors. Uh, at one point, Craven considered having the character of Papa Jupiter eat Katie, an idea which most of the cast disliked. Michael Berriman refused to do the scene and Craven allowed Katie to survive. That would be gross. No one wants to see that. Most of the cast did their own makeup due to budgetary constraints. Peter Locke, the producer who also had the cameo as Mercury, was on the film set every day of the shoot, making sure Wes Craven was being productive. I don't even know what that means. What, what, what does that mean? Are you like are you being productive? Like something? Yeah, like that, that, that like he's actually working because they were doing 12 to 14 hour days in like 120 degree heat. Oh, they wanted to get every every last fucking drop out of them. Yeah, so you gonna figure the day push you. Yeah, you figure the day shoots were 120 degrees and it was 12 to 14 hours. And then at night it was like 30 degrees. So Yeah. It's like no matter what, it was it was either way too hot or way too fucking cold. So he was making sure that they were getting that shit done as fast as possible. Uh, most of the crew are veterans from Roger Corman's films, which we talked about, I believe, last week. We, we spoke about Roger Corman and how he's like the king. He w was the king of, of like B films and made a shit ton of people's fucking careers. So the majority of the film crew were veterans of, of his shit. And they were all originally unenthusiastic about working on The Hills Have Eyes. That changed weeks into the production due to Wes Craven's zeal for the project. The crew came to believe that the film was something special. But that is all the fun facts. What is your spoilery review? What do you like? What do you dislike? Bes besides, besides Brenda's screaming, I do 
agree with you on the acting. I think the acting could have been a little bit better, but it's also budgeting constraints, so I don't feel like they probably did their lines as thoroughly and all that other stuff. And sitting yeah. in the fucking heat, I can't imagine those scenes were easy to yeah. produce really good fucking footage. And I, um, I mean, I mean, fucking D Wallace for what she had to do was really good. And the dude that played Doug was really good. Like, I liked him. Yeah. Um, the other one, what was it's the, good. the little blonde that cries like a fucking... Brenda? Blonde? No, the... the oh, dude. oh, oh, Bobby. Bobby, him. I didn't like him at all. I didn't like his character. But, I mean, in nope, all, nope, nope. it was a good, a decent movie. It delivered exactly what you thought. Even just, even looking at the, uh, the the cover poster and stuff like that. Um, it does give you a kind of a depiction of, you know, what, what we do. If like, we just throw away a piece of society. Yeah. You know, if you throw them away to the middle of the, uh, which we can't leave them there. Some shit fucking went down in the remake. You will. I will notice though, that you do, they do go more in depth into the, uh, the, uh, what was it called? Um, not bomb shelter, but the, the uh, army base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they go a little more in depth than that. You know what I mean? That they, if yeah. it, they made it sound like all of this was more due to radiation, opposed to this movie is more of a inbreeding situation. Yeah. So, but I mean, in all, I think it was I, it's a decent movie. If you're going to be a horror person, get the classics. Hit, hit, yeah. hit your your your. It's just like uh, Vincent Price. You hit yeah. your your your. Your your or Hitchcock, the legends, the legends, the the paving uh movies like they, yeah they they paved they paved the way the for first everything. One. Yeah, you know the very first one. Well, so. the new one isn't good. And... No, that one was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I I, so, I, I, I got because it only let you buy it when I was went to see it. it was like I couldn't rent it. I was like ah fuck it, I'll buy it. How bad can it be? And I was like ah fuck, that is not my hell. <laughs> well, uh, found out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that ain't money well spent. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I, I really, as, 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 look, if, if you're just watching a film and you're not, you're not sitting there trying to critique stuff, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it's, it's a good movie. It moves quick. Like, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a well-paced film. Um, the script isn't bad. It's just the performances yeah. aren't great, but. You have to take into account the yeah, it's it's this for? it's the 70s instead of shooting shooting on like a 35 millimeter like film they're shooting on 16 millimeter so yeah. like like anthony said earlier like he couldn't he couldn't tell if it was like his glasses were smudgy or like what was going on because the the film stock itself like watching it you can see like the film stock you can see all the film grain like moving as it's it's going through but what do you expect when you get cameras from a porn set? Like, <laughs> you get like, exactly what porn back you know, in the 1970s yeah. looks like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but no, it was. It's it's a good it's a good movie. I I really like D Wallace's performance. I I like seeing D Wallace. Like most of what I know D Wallace from, she's pretty much always been old, and not like <laughs> you know old, but like she's always been older. Like older. And everything. That's just that's just how I I know her. Like, I didn't I didn't watch as many horror movies growing up with uh, D Wallace as I had with Jamie Lee Curtis and everything. So it's like I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis 
since she was a teenager to the woman she is now. Like I've 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 seen all of her films and everything. It's like I I know that. Yeah. Um and with D Wallace, it's like I know a lot of her later works, but I haven't seen a lot of her like earlier works. And seeing her in this, it's like, yeah, no, she's still a great actress. Like it's she's just, she's just younger, even hotter, and she's she's still the same actress. She's not bad. The Brenda chick was fucking awful. Bobby was terrible. I hated the fucking mother. The 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 father was I'm a fucking sorry, douchebag. Brenda, that Brenda actress is not the age that they were portraying her. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. How, that, that's why it's like it's so weird seeing them be like, oh, they're teenage kids. Well, what do you mean by te- like 19, 18? Because like in the 70s, 18 and 19 is like 35. Like, <laughs> like things are rough. <laughs> but no, that that's why it's like I can I can definitely give it a 3.5 i could i can't really give it a four or a five because there's no there's no blood like you know I said it's not one of those movies and it, it's it, it's like them that much yet and craven and craven i don't think was overly gory no no he's really Wasn't not he also wishmaster he might have been i don't he, he's done a lot he's he's been involved in a lot of shit but yeah it's the dude that played doug he was he was really good he was believable as a dad it's a little weird that he's all like pretty much that any of them that like this shit's going down. It's like, OK, we're going to plan of attack. We're going to do this. It's like, were Never you in the military? It. Like, I don't understand, like what you are, what you do. How do you like? I don't know. It's like if, if you're not looking at it from like a really nitpicky point of view, the movie's great. It's definitely something to watch. If you want something that's more like gory as a horror film, then you you want the the remake you want that one because that one that one is the one that's like uncomfortable to look at it's 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 pretty much the same way with like the texas chainsaw massacre like you love the texas chainsaw massacre i hate the original texas chainsaw massacre it's i i hate the way it's printed i hate the way it's acted there's there's no on-screen fucking deaths everything is off screen i fucking hate it it's boring i don't like it in the remake, it is bloody as all, all fucking hell. There. All there. And it's and I love it. I love it so much. Um, but if you want to see a, a good classic horror film, definitely classic check this out. Yeah. I, I would definitely recommend this, especially over Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. So that is our take on The Hills Have, Hills eyes. Have eyes. It's it's though. it's fun. Um, next week we have Death of a Vlogger. So I watched it again last week and I was like, oof, uh, I don't, I don't really know if, uh, if Anthony's going to like this, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you'll see there's, there's someone in it. I was watching it and I was like, oh no, I fucking hate this character. I fucking hate this character. Every time they come on, every time they come on screen, I want to punch them in the face every single time. I fucking hate them. And you'll watch it. And next week. We will see <laughs> if it's the same fucking character. But okay. let us uh, pop a dis up. Hey guys, Graham here. <laughs> so that will be next week's video. Yeah, so that is it for the Spooky Spooky Horror Show podcast. We will be live again on Saturday. And in, fuck, what is it? Two weeks, we will be taking a break, right? Yeah, next the 12th the 12th to the 14th next next saturday will be i think the fifth or sixth yeah. 
and then the week after that, you will be away. So it'll give me time to uh, recuperate, probably get some stuff done. But thank you very much, everyone, for stopping by, and we will see all of you next week. Bye.